To top off the evening, we have a couple of quick interviews. One with Jim Miller. He is the 7th Congressional District Chairman. Then we have 87th District Assemblyman James Edming. And we also spoke with Drew Lungner. He is the manager here at Sealy Sawmill Saloon in Sealy, Wisconsin. They did such a wonderful job and the food was fantastic. So we wanted to make sure we gave him a little bit of a plug. And we end the evening with the Sawyer County Republican Chairman, John Ringheimer. And he did such a fantastic job putting this all together tonight for their Lincoln Day dinner. I just wanted to make sure that everyone says thank you. And we appreciate greatly that you allowed the Sheryl and Shirley show to set up and to um, have a chance to speak to all of you. So thank you so much for including us. And we hope that you'll follow along and listen and enjoy. We are still sitting here now. And now I'm going to talk like with um, Jim Miller, who I've known for many, many years. And he is the chair of the 7th Congressional District. And um, he's helped Tom Tiffany out, uh, Congressman Tiffany, who's done a fantastic job. And I'm going to let Jim talk a little bit about what the caucus is coming up and what's going on and where it's at. And maybe fill you in on some details that he knows that I don't. And I like hearing that. Thanks, Cheryl. Yeah, so right now we're in, kind of in the heart of the early political season uh, leading up to November. So every county, every county, every county is going to have their uh, county caucus where they select their delegates. These are people that will represent their county membership at both the district level and the uh, the state level, the state convention, which will be in May down in Middleton. Um, so the candidates are all hitting the, the circuit today. There's uh, four or five Lincoln Day dinners like the one that we're at here tonight uh, around the state. Uh, so the candidates are basically honing their stump speech. They're meeting with uh, potential delegates. Um, some of them are kind of seeking that cherished endorsement at the state convention. Um, they're out there looking for supporters, both for votes and, and for financial support as well. Um, so it's a really good, it's it, the beautiful thing about, I would say, Lincoln Day dinners and caucuses it's, it's a great opportunity for the, the grassroots people to ask pointed questions um, with the candidates. Um, a lot of time we, we, we get our information about candidates through the lens of the television or the media because statewide, really, they have to run a lot of ads. It's an opportunity for a candidate to, to kind of corner, be cornered by just the average person, and they'll grill them on all kinds of important issues. And, and the candidates really have to be prepped and on their toes um, to pass this test to move on. And don't you think that's really important for people to ask those questions and to be able to actually talk face to face with the candidate so they can really get that information? Because it is hard. People don't get that chance usually. And when you send an email, it's not as personable as getting face to face and asking a congressman, somebody who's in Washington, D.C., dealing with Nancy Pelosi and everyone else to really tell you what's going on and how to deal with that. And and to be able to ask him um, anything. I mean, I talked to, to Congressman Tiffany about inflation and a lot about um, what's going on with Ukraine. I mean, how many times do you get to ask that when you're, you know, and you only get to do it when they're here at a, at like a, a Re Republican party event or some event that you can catch them at. And a lot of times you can't. So this is great. Yeah. And that's, that's a big value of party and the party system as well is that the average person can come to an event like this, have that one-on-one -on -one with the candidate. Um, the candidates are also going to, they're going to go to trade associations. They're going to go to builders associations or the, whatever other professional association and, and court their that voting block as well. But not everybody has that type of trade association that they're associated with, um, but they can be associated with the, with, you know, their, their local political party and get that one-on-one -on -one time with the candidate as well. Um, it's beneficial both for us as the 
person making that decision of who we want to vote for, but it's also really helps the candidates to, to hone their message as well and, and get that feedback and to make sure that they're on message. Because if they're not well received at an event like this, they're not going to get through a primary. Yeah, sometimes when they're playing here, they're playing to our crowd, you know, they're playing to the crowd. So it's really easier for them and it makes it a little bit simpler, but it also holds them their feet to the fire that we can ask those tough questions and you can get those tough answers, which I think is really good. When they do their stump speech, like you said, the stump speech, it's great to hear it. And it's usually something where it's positive and they talk about many different issues. But sometimes getting face to face where you can personally ask them a question is really important. And you know as well as I do that that makes a, a lot of a difference between a candidate. I mean, you can talk to three different candidates running for something, the same position, and it can give you three different takes on exactly what you want. And you can make your final decision. You can go, wow, you know, this guy really hit me and this guy didn't or this woman did or this one didn't. And it kind of helps you out. And I think when you're facing them, it makes a big difference. And then when you've got them right here and a lot of times we can't get people up here to the Northwoods. So it's really quite the... Um, interesting fact that we can and how wonderful it was this was a great group tonight i'm really impressed yeah well and there's there's been a lot of talk about the value of endorsement i'm i'm very much in favor of county parties endorsing because if we didn't have that endorsement process and we didn't have delegates to court uh the fact of the matter is a lot of the a lot of the the, the candidates would not come up north in the first place they're up here because they are some delegates and they need those delegates support to get the endorsement so they're they're hitting multiple events today all throughout the Northland, and they'll be back again. Because um, the fact of the matter is, in any community, you know, the, the, the majority of the population is in the metro area in southeast Wisconsin. If you look in Sawyer County, for instance, you know, the, the bulk of the population is in Hayward. Um, and, and winter often feels like they're overlooked as well. Um, we really need to be able to draw those candidates out so that they get to all parts of either their district or the state and, and hit constituents everywhere. And so that's what a, 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 an event like this is really beneficial for. And don't you think this year is really important because I think I'm seeing um, many more people coming out of their shells and, and people that are not necessarily just like hardcore Republican people. These are people that are looking for someone to vote for that has their values, but not necessarily maybe the same party that they are. Because I've ran across many people that have never voted the way I have voted, and they're so discouraged and frustrated right now. And when you see the president has like an 20%. You know, it's kind of like you go, wow, I can't even believe he has 20 percent. But that's just my personal opinion. But when you look at the group and I saw such a, a diverse group here, many different ages, I was really surprised to see so many young people and many different people. And I think that's really fascinating for us, too, as a party. And I think it's really a good thing for the candidates that were here so they can hit so many people. And then you think about it when you have a room full maybe of 80 people, those 80 people are going to tell 10 people each. So that reaches out to 800 people. And in the Northland, that's a lot, you know, and then those people reach out. And so I think it's really a good thing. And I think that um, having people that work so hard, and I know you've worked very hard over the years, and I know it's very difficult because I've been there too, and it's just tough. And I know being the chair of 7th Congressional District has to be a very difficult, you have to balance everyone, and it's not an easy job. Yeah, and we, and we really are a big party. And that's part of the challenge, even being a district chair. Is, I mean, you may have your... Uh, you, you have some Patriot groups now. It used to be the Tea Party groups out there. You've got your more Chamber of Commerce type. Um, you, you have evangelicals, people that are you know, pro-business. So there's a lot of a lot of people with varying uh, uh, interests that generally support freedom as well. But it, we're kind of tied together by by some similar 
bond that we are only in favor of limited government and pro-freedom. Um, and so it's a matter of, of sorting through the, the, the minor differences and the disagreements, uh, which can be challenging sometimes. Uh, and we even see that with the candidates that we're here today. We have you know, multiple candidates running for lieutenant governor, two, two candidates for, for governor. I think there's actually five now in the race for governor. Um, and so they're going to be able to come here and talk about some of their subtle differences. Um, but at the end, uh, end of the day, we, we hope that they can unite uh, to be to support less government and, and more freedom and liberty, because that's kind of the, the, the bedrock of what we're all about. I totally agree. And I think it's um, a great opportunity for people to get out. And it's wonderful to see so many people come out in something like this because it's not it's not warm here. It's cold. And so, you know, of course, we're used to it up here. But to have candidates come from Milwaukee, when I was talking to a couple of them, they were just like, holy cow, how do you guys do this? And it's like, well, we're used to it. But, you know, it is it makes a difference to see um, people come out and to be able to uh, get together and and i saw lots of people clap for every candidate it was good because sometimes you don't see that and like you said you know there are there are things within our own party but it's every party and and when you look at that i mean you look at that and it's okay i mean when it comes down to it we do pick the person that we think is going to be able to do the job the best we possibly can and i think the most important thing is that you know we've seen so much happen over the last few years seen families divide we've seen and it's been such a tragic thing to sit back and witness and you know vaccine vaccinated get vaccinated get boosted get mask wear mask all these things that have been all around us and that how many families have struggled through that and then to see now that the uh it's coming around where science really is coming out but also to see that the people are really looking deep to see who they really want as a candidate to really represent them. And it's very difficult because I do believe wholeheartedly part of this whole COVID thing has been something that has opened people's eyes. Uh, CRT in schools, all these things that have opened parents' eyes and opened people's eyes. And I think it's so important that we fight for that. And we, we really believe in freedom. That's one of the things I would say probably out of anything, freedom is my most important issue when it comes down to it. And that I believe in making sure that we have the conservative values because I am a conservative. Um, but I also believe that um, it is tough. I mean, your position is tough because you have to be, you know, you have to be um, genuine and kind to people, but you also have to be able to say, hey, this is the direction that, you know, we are and we have to do that. And I think I, I'm sure that, that the COVID thing had to have something to do with this whole thing with you two and the whole party and all of it. Yeah. Well, I, and the big wake up call really is when our, when our freedoms are under assault. And we've seen that obviously with the, with the pandemic and the, the overstep of the, the Biden administration, the Evers administration as well. And that's probably why we're having such record turnout turnouts at all these events. And people are interested because they're, you know, they're, they're in this corner, they've been pushed into this corner by an overbearing government and they're going to swing and they're going to swing their way out of the corner and hopefully they, you know, they, they flood the, the polls, uh, both in April for local races and in November and, and, and take some of it back. Um, I would say things from the district level as well. Part of the job that I'm trying to trying to do is, is teach people about the value of the process and the system of a political party. And it would go the same as a Democrats or Republican party or any other political party, because it is a good tool and we have a, a system in place to bring in all these people from different ideas to try to, try to get them to work together. We're not monolithic. It really, it really is not a top-down organization. 
it's a bottom-up organization. It starts with people joining their local party, paying their membership dues, becoming a delegate, becoming a volunteer, running for local office at the local level. Um, it, it, we don't take marching orders from the top down. We really, we, we, we draft resolutions, we bring those forward. We work with our legislators to hopefully pass good bills. Um, and we, we try to support the candidates that best we can. Um, we have the spring, spring races are coming up as well. And so there's been a lot more focus now, I think more than I've ever seen before on local races. Um, everyone basically knows who Joe Biden is. They know Tony Evers, they, they watch TV and they, they, they absorb this stuff. But how many people actually know who their county board rep is? How many people know who their school board rep is? Right, no, right now, if you're under some sort of a mandate or your, your kids are locked down, it's not, it's not Tony Evers and it's not Joe Biden doing that. It's your local school board. Um, so you have to know who those people are. You have to hold them accountable. You have to go in a respectful way, ask pointed questions um, to earn their respect, build that relationship with, with your local elected officials so that you can make the change. And we've seen that um, particularly in Hayward School District. I'm quite proud of what Hayward School District's done, but other districts as well. We've, we've been able to work through some of these problems and, 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 and lockdowns. And the administration is getting, they're getting pressured from the outside, they're from, from the, the health departments or from the state, um, sometimes with mandates that are associated or funding that's associated. We have to stand up and say, listen, you need to do the right thing. You need to stand for freedom. You need, our, you need to get our kids back in school. We don't need our kids masked up. Um, some of these rules, they're not one size fits all. They really aren't. Um, and, and that starts at the local level. Uh, I can't underemphasize that as enough. The, the local races matter almost as much as some of the, the, the high profile races. I totally agree with that. I do think that um, local races are extremely important and you need to be able to talk to your local uh, people running too and you need to ask them questions. Ask them. I had a gentleman knock on my door just the other day and he was running for school board in the area that I live in and you know he's out in the middle of February which is cold and I gave him credit for that but then I started asking him questions. I asked him questions and the questions that I asked were pertinent and he answered my questions and he answered them the way that I wanted them answered and I told him at the end I said, well, ask me what you want. And he didn't know what to, you know, what, what, you know, and I said, ask me what you want. What do you want from me? And then eventually, you know, I said, you have to ask for my vote. You have to ask for it, you know, and he did. And then I was like, you know, and I was smiling and it was very nice. It was a good conversation because he really did talk about why he's running. And that's so important because, you know, you've got to really want to do it. I mean, I served two terms on the school board. It's not fun. You know that when you work locally, and I know you've served on the city council, it is not an easy job. You get calls about all kinds of things, you know, dog pooped in my yard. I, I, who knows? But you have to deal with that. And people really just want you to care. That's all. And then when you're running locally, but this gentleman was so good and he did such a good job. And then he said, you know, um, I really do want your vote. And I said, well, you know what, right now, you got my vote because you knocked on the door. You were the only one. And I was telling a couple candidates tonight, I was telling Roman, Roman uh, Quinn, and I said, you know, people do pay attention to that. I mean, I remember knocking on doors and it's not easy. It's a hard job because people slam the door in your face. People tell you get off their land, whatever. But you, when you do that, you're connecting with people in your community. And it's so important to do that. So I really do thank you for everything that you've done. Definitely. I know you've worked hard. And being the chair of 7th Congressional District, what, 26 counties or 20, 
Yeah, yeah, it's a very difficult job. You got there's a, and 26 counties in northern Wisconsin is a lot of driving. It's a lot of work, and keeping those people, all those 26 counties too, keeping them on this this path where you want to get them to, you know, this path where we all have to be on the same team. But it's a very difficult job to do. So I understand that, and I totally respect the fact that you've done and you've done a good job, and I appreciate that. So thank you so much, and I'm really grateful that you took the time to talk to me. And I hope that you know you can say a couple more words. And if there's something that you want to, you know, emphasize, please do. I know that you know that inflation. I was talking to Congressman Tiffany about this. Inflation is really hitting families, and locally it has to be really hard because I know the social economical development here in, in this northern area is very tough. And I know that because I lived here for so many years. So it's a really difficult spot to be in for people. And I really do care about that. I care about that in all the cities. I mean, I was talking to, when I was talking to one of the Lieutenant Governor uh, people running in, we were talking about inner city, you know, how hard that is. And children being on Zoom calls for school, you know that the, the teachers union say they care about those kids. Well, those are the kids that are going to fall through the cracks more than anybody else. And you and I both know that. And so it's very difficult. So this inflation thing, all of this stuff has really affected people and it's really pushed them towards they're looking for people to run. They're looking for people to run and they're looking for people to stand up for freedom and their beliefs. Yeah. yeah. Again, and again, I, I'm, I'm really big on citizen involvement. No matter what it is, I mean, I, I just I got stuck on another board um, of all things, uh, the health curriculum for our school. Um, it's a volunteer position. They need people to step up. Um, people don't think of all that. There's various committees at all sorts of level opportunities for people to serve. Um, and oftentimes I think the barrier for a lot of people is they don't they're not really good at public speaking. They don't want to go up there and give a stump speech in front of a big group of people. You don't need to be that kind of person to be involved. Um, we want level headed people. Generally, want the most. My mantra is: we want the most conservative person that can win as well. You have to you have to run on a platform that's going to be electable um, and resonate with your constituents when you're out there. And so that's when we do recruiting. That's what we look for. Ideally, um, there's there's always a spot for somebody to step up and serve, um, no matter if it's a committee or volunteering or whatever whatever your talent is. Um, yes, within the party or or the city or or. We have over 100 non-for-profit organizations in our county. Uh, a lot of them are, you know, they're really good. This is the bedrock of our community. Um, so I encourage people to, to step up, uh, find your place, uh, and, and uh, help out. I think we have a civic duty to really do that. Um, and if we all are, participate, then we don't need this massive bureaucracy of government to dictate <laughs> over the top of us. So. So, but thanks, thanks again for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you stopping by and talking, and I appreciate the fact that um, this went really well tonight. I thought it was a great event, and I'm really proud of that. I was hoping I'd get to talk to the chairman, John. I haven't had to yet, so I'll see if I can catch him for a minute. But thank you so much for stopping and talking to me, Jim. I appreciate it, and I hope everything's going well with your family, and uh, you take care of yourself, and I'll see you soon. I'll give you the link for this if you give me your information. I um, am sitting here now with um, Representative James Edming. He represents the area that I used to live in and up in the Northwoods, and he does a great job, and I'm really proud to be able to introduce him, and I kind of asked him a little bit. I think one of the things that most of us are really um, really interested in are the schools right now, what's going on with schools, and what's going on with inflation, of course, because it's hitting all of us, and I know I talked to Congressman Tiffany about inflation and, you know, some other things. But, I mean, you know, you can hit it from the Wisconsin area. And I'm I'm really um, 
you know, it's frustrating for all of us out here. And I know it is for you too, but I know there's a couple of things maybe that you're working on too for the state that you could maybe share with us. Okay. So here's representative Edming. Better known as Jimmy boy. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say that. But yeah. yeah. No, no. Uh, no, no. I've been in the legislature starting my my eighth year, and uh, yeah. what I really enjoy doing, prob one of my top priorities down there, are veterans, uh, you know, their, their benefits and whatnot, and and one of the things that we're that that, and I think it may come to the floor in the next in the next in the next month and a half, and that's where if you if you were disabled in in the military you had to be if you if you you had to be god what was that number now but anywhere a certain percentage a certain percentage yeah, yeah yeah and we're when we're trying to drop that down to 70 percent oh, and and we've we've got we've got the veterans groups you know yeah, all, all with us on that on board yeah on board, yep. and and are they going to come down and speak? Is there a, is there a hearing or anything that we, we've got a couple of them on that already. Okay. And, and, and a lot of the vets have, have, have gotten been there and, and is there a place that people can go to to look at that? Yeah. Wisconsin. I, Oh, there you go. Yeah. See? Yeah. Just go on Wisconsin. I, and look for what? Veterans. Okay. There you know, you go. Or, or, or just go, just go and look up, look up, uh, 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 rep, 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 Edming dot, okay. you know, yeah. And and it's uh, good to know where you can go, you know, yep, so people yep. know what to do to go to. Yep, yep. And or and if you get mixed, if you can't figure that out, just go <laughs> just go to 608 266 7506 because I'm about as computer illiterate as what you can get. That's all right. And and uh, but it's uh, no, it's great to have you sitting here talking to me. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm and and, and, and you know, one of the things I want to say is that um. I know him well as Jimmy Boy, and so I wasn't going to do that because it is very respectful to introduce him as Representative Edming. He earns that, and he's done a good job. So I just want to say, you know, as Jimmy Boy, uh, he's a good man. He has fought hard for farmers, for veterans, for every other group, and I know he's in it for us, the taxpayers, and he's doing a good job. And one of the things that, um, that you know, it's, it's really difficult because, you know, you, you really want to extend like an invite to people to come down to Madison, it's their capital, you know, but people don't really realize, realize that. I mean, people just don't. It's one of those things where it's an, it's kind of like you walk in that building and you go, oh, you know, yeah, it's fascinating. It's the most wonderful building in the world, but it does belong to us, the taxpayers of Wisconsin. And people just don't realize that. And they can come to your office. They could come and visit you anytime. And and I think you should extend an invite because people, yeah, bring your family. As people get tours and everything, I saw a couple pictures from a couple, you know, people, and, and they put that on their newsletters and stuff. And I think it's fascinating and it's wonderful. Children are great to come down and see that because it is an awe-inspiring. And who knows, maybe they'll be the next rep. So that's something that, you know, maybe if you extend an invite, that would be good. I do think it's great that you're working for veterans. I was a veteran, and I think it's fascinating. You are a veteran. Well, yeah, that's right. I am a veteran. That's right. I'm a U.S. Navy veteran. Proud, too, by the way. Yeah, and, I, never, and I'm... You and never I, used to be Yeah, Navy. exactly. That's right. I am Navy. And one of the things that, that, that got me, Jimmy Boy, I'm going to tell you this, um, as this is just you and me talking, was uh, Afghanistan. My heart, my stomach, my head is blown that I am so still frustrated at the fact that 13 young people lost their life because of an idiot. And I'm sorry. Um, 
idiot. And now I'm concerned about what's going on in Ukraine. Another idiot. But anyway, I just want to say that um, 13 young people lost their life, and it's almost like they've been erased from the world. Nobody even realizes it. Nobody knows it. I mean, we all do, but it's just the fact that we don't hear it anymore. And, you know, it's very sad. But I do want to say that you should invite people to come down and visit you. And I don't know, you know, session, I don't know if you're in session right now, but session is so, you know, <laughs> but come down, visit, and um, check out uh, Representative Edming. I, I haven't been down there for a while. Ed and I are going to come down. We're in Wisconsin Rapids now. We're going to come down and give you a hard time. All right. <laughs> and, then, and then when we're talking about veterans, uh, we have a hometown here. Have you heard my talk in there tonight? It's not here. Oh, anyway, we we have now what's called a hometown hero. Awesome. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. And 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 that's when different different people that can be firefighters or school teachers or what whatever. It don't make any difference what it is. But we put in. We've been working on this now for about a year and a half. We have two World War II veterans from Russ County. Awesome. One is 100 years old and one is 101. That's awesome. And and Elmer Wishard is one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he's the 101. No, I think he, no, he's the 100. I, well, I don't know which one. is 101, 101. Yeah. And when and when Elmer got out of out of the military, he he's taught pilot lessons and, and during the war, he 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 flew a, a C forty seven, I think it's called. Well, I can tell you this: one of the things that I think is absolutely unbelievable is we are now losing that generation, and that was one of the best generations we've ever had. And now we've lost so much, and the children that are being raised now don't even know that don't they don't understand that generation. And these were people that were freaking hardcore, hardworking people. Very well at C forty seven. What that basically is is a culvert, a culvert, with two wings wow. and a motor. Wow! And he pulled gliders. And that was like a long time ago, so oh, you know it yeah. wasn't something it that wasn't you and much. I would want to fly in. Yeah. <laughs> but he pulled gliders into Normandy and all wow. all these all these different theaters. Come out and of we're it. losing that history, you know. We're losing yeah, that, yeah. you know. And so. then and then Clarence Stein, he's also from Lady Smith, and he and and he's. Well, one's 100, one's 101. I yeah, can't remember which one. Awesome. And and he and he was in just a, a fierce firefight, and he said there was just bullets just flying, and one went to the side, and he turned his head like that to see it, and he took a bullet oh right gosh. below the nose, wow. took out his took out his jaw. I uh, spent two years in the hospital getting getting patched up. You know, we can't even like comprehend that. You know, it's hard to. But yeah. but these guys will be on Wisconsin Eye, and it should That's happen. Cool. Okay. It should All happen right. within the next, right. within the month, within the next month. Okay. Well, I direct people to Wisconsin Eye. It is really a good station to go look at and to pay attention to because you can find out all kinds of um, information and you can find all kinds of interviews and things there that will let you know about many candidates and all the information that's going on. So I appreciate you and by and visiting with us and how, how's the gas station going you, you charging big bucks for gas now dude <laughs> jimmy boy is charging big bucks but makes little bucks that's in glenn floor stop by and see him someday because honestly my husband used to stop there all the time filled up with gas got him a soda got him some cheat some some little treats i can't remember what he used to get snack wise but you know I can't remember, but he always got something. But uh, I appreciate you serving, Jimmy Boy. I do, really do. I think it's a, a wonderful honor, and I think it's great to talk to you and to see you. I haven't seen you for a long time, so it's kind of cool. How, how's the antique car going? Good. 
Good. Good to hear. He always drove his antique car and all the parades and stuff. So good man, um, good servant. And uh, I appreciate the fact that you came and visited with us and talked to us for a few minutes. So thank you. And thank you for, for talking about veterans because that's really a great thing. So we appreciate it. You, you have a good night. Thank Drive you, safely. Yep, I will. All right. Take care. Yep. Yep. So, hey, I'm sitting here now with Drew Lugner, and he is actually um, here at Sawmill in uh, Sealy, Wisconsin. And I just wanted him to say something because they served the food tonight, and it was fantastic, and people were talking about it. It was prime lit rib or fried walleye. And I saw the walleye come out, and I was like, shoot, I picked the prime rib. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. And then I even had a dessert. I'm really excited about that. I haven't tasted it yet. I licked the plate a little bit. But. I'm just going to have him say something because I think he should. They did a fantastic job. There was a lot of people here tonight, and that's a really hard job to do. We have our walk-ins and stuff, too. Well, we catered. I chose two different distinct dishes tonight because, you know, I wanted two food stations. So we did one station with baked, slow-roasted prime rib, which is an Angus, black Angus prime rib, nice and tender and See, it's buttery meat, delicious, and we also had Canadian walleye, petite Canadian walleye place. So you, the smaller walleyes are better. And then we gave everybody a baked potato. We had a broccoli salad, a house broccoli salad with the walleye, and we had green beans with the prime because it just complements. So one of the things I wanted to ask you is, do you guys have a lot of groups that come here, and are you welcome? Are you welcoming to groups? We are. Welcome to groups. I mean, we prefer you to call ahead. We do have groups occasionally come in from 10 to 20, walk in. And that's typically can be snowmobilers. We catered to, we catered to motorsports and we catered to quiet sports in downtown city. I was impressed with the fact that you actually had the place open because this is a huge place and we had a whole back room back here. So I was impressed that you could handle the back room and handle the people at the bar and the people that were eating other things. I saw pizzas being brought out and everything. So I was very impressed by that. And I think you guys should be commended for that. And we really do appreciate it. And that's why I kind of want to give you a little plug because everybody needs a plug and you guys worked really hard. And I, you were coming over going, oh my gosh, you have the right count. And I was thinking to myself, oh my God, I hope I counted it right. But you did great, right? We did good. Yes, we did good. Well, thanks for coming out. And if you're ever interested, you can look us up online on Facebook. We are the Sawmill Saloon. We can be located online at sealywis.com. We can be reached through email, and it's the town, Sealy, with the highway, Sealy63 at hotmail.com. We do weddings, private parties. We cater to everybody. We created a quiet sports, motorsports. We also have a 10-unit lodge, if you need lodging nearby, which I manage as well. 10-unit lodge, the Lenred Lodge. You can look up the Lenred Lodge, and now that is located on sealywist.com. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And I will say Linroot Lodge is awesome. My husband and I have stayed up here and we lived in Hayward at the time, but we stayed up just because it was awesome. And it's really cool. And uh, Moose Lips is awesome. We really enjoy coming here. And so um, we thank you so much. You guys worked really hard and we appreciate that greatly. And I think that's something we should definitely um, encourage people to come to. So thank you so much. Okay, we're back here, and I'm sitting here with John Righeimer. He is the Sawyer County Republican chair. He's been the Sawyer County Republican chair for about a year. He came from a different state. We won't even say the state because none of us really care about that state. But we will say that he is now in northern, northern Wisconsin, and the Northland is really, really, really pleased to have him here. He did a great job tonight. 
And it's not easy to do when you're the chair and you have a difficult position to be in when you have a lot of different candidates here that are all running for the same thing. And they may get along great, but then they may not. And you have to be very fair. And I, I think that like when you were talking to me off uh, mic and saying that, you know, you're trying to just like grow the party, get the people to know, because I know right now people are struggling and upset with everything that's going on. And I'm talking like hardcore Democrats and hardcore independents that I've known for years that um, are coming on our side going, I don't understand what's happening. And I want to make sure that um, I vote for somebody that I should vote for because seeing what's happening nationally and statewide. And our, our agenda right now is to beat Tony Evers. And I agree totally with that. We're very fortunate that we have the Senate and the Assembly. And I don't think we're going to lose that. I mean, you know, we may lose a seat here and there. I don't think so this time. I think we're going to be really safe. But I do believe um, that we've got to beat Tony Evers. One of the things that frustrated me the most about Tony Evers was the fact that he was the Department of Public Instruction superintendent for the state for years. Failed us in schools, and then they voted for him for governor. What the heck? So I'm going to let you say a few words about what you think about being the Sawyer County Republican um, chair and working there and doing what you can. You did a fantastic job tonight. It was a wonderful event, and you should be very proud of that. And the food was good, and that makes a big difference when you're serving a lot of people. There was a lot of people in that room. So that's something to be very proud of, and I know it was your first time doing it here. So it's a very – I remember the first time I did it and how, and how like, you're going, oh, my gosh, you're nervous, but you're excited as heck. So you did a fantastic job. You did a great job emceeing, introducing, and uh, I think everyone here was very supportive. I saw a lot of people supportive of you and of what was going on. So I just want you to say a few words, and, you know, you tell me what you think about what happened. Uh -oh. Yeah, th th thanks for having me on. Yeah, it was all that. You you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, my, my family could tell I was a little stressed, with lack of a better term, and 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 it wasn't – it was nervousness, but not the, not a fear nervousness. It was excitement. Yeah. It was excitement, and uh, because we worked really hard to get, to get people to show up here. You know, I wanted to um, – you know, I'm competitive, so I see these other counties south of us that are so much bigger – and I thought, you know, we can compete with that, you know. So how many people, you know, saw them, how many people can we get in there? They're like, well, 75 easy. I said, okay, we got the 75s. Can we, get to, can we do 80? Oh, yeah, we could do 80. So, um, yes, yeah, excitement uh, in, in, a, in a good way. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, being, being the chairman has uh, been an honor. It has been fun. It has been challenging. And, and every now and then it's been frustrating. And, and one of the frustrating things is you're, you're bringing it on yourself because you're, you're growing the party. And when you grow the party, you start bringing in other opinions and other people. And, um, and you know, at first I'm like, no, I'm not going to try to grow the party anymore because I just don't need this grief. But I thought, well, no, let's, let's continue to do that because for every one that we get that maybe is um, just unworkable, there's three others that even if you disagree, you can work with it. And you should, we should discuss those things. And I think if we get the party big enough, instead of 15 and 20 people at monthly meetings, you know, 20, 30, 40, we can have really good debate. And, and maybe you talked about it. You said there's things in my head and ways I want to take the party in this county, um, but it's not my county party it's our county party um so getting more people in i can debate my ideas in in a, in a uh revealing way and and if they win they win and if they don't they don't we, we all have our we all have our say so um 
just to step back a little bit, I think, you know, our, my, pro I wasn't really that involved. I've always been involved in politics from watching it. Um, I came from that state that has already been crushed in, in their one part rule, and um, which we should try to do here, but on the other side. You know, there's nothing wrong with crushing the opposition and, and, and basically kicking them, kicking them all out. Um, but is, uh, so it's been, it, we, we have a fighting chance here in Wisconsin. So it's not a given. We have a fighting chance. And um, we, we can win this, as I said in there. Um, you know, Tony Evers is the favorite you know, going into this. And, and I try to convey that as often as I can up here, because when you're up here, this is primarily red country. And so we get kind of seduced into we're OK. How could how could they vote for Tony Evers, like you said? Well, there's Madison and Milwaukee and, and other areas that will do that no matter what. Um, so we need to stay focused. Um, as you said, try not try to keep the infighting to a minimum. May the best woman or man win. But let's all rally together and realize what, what the, the real opponent here is. And that's and that's Tony Evers. Tony Evers, just to make it simple, because it's all through down up and down the ticket. If we but if we do well against Tony Evers, probably means we're doing well elsewhere, you know, on, on that ticket. So, um, yeah, it's been invigorating and, and um, it's been it's been fun. And I said it's you know, it's been challenging. I, I am proud, too, that sometimes we have what people consider. I, I don't even want to use the word fringe, but, you know, people that are really. They're really upset with what happened in the last election. And and some of these people, and I'm a huge Trump guy, so I think I can say this. Um, there are some people that are, it's Trump or nothing, right? I love Donald Trump. I wish he would have won. I hope he runs again in 24, and I, ho I hope he wins. But we, we in the meantime, <laughs> we have a state, we have state elections, and we have to make sure that, um, you know, when these uh, folks that say, I'll, I'll never beat it with the Republican Party again. I, won't, I just won't do anything. That, that that saddens me. But myself, Jim's involved in this too. We're, we're pretty good track record that they say, let's have some coffee or come to one of our meetings. I don't know, three out of four usually say, these aren't bad guys. You know, they, they, they think like us, but we're just trying to be, but instead of being sorry about it or, you know, fighting the 2020 election and losing it again, Let's move on. Not because I'm, I, I think there, there probably was funny business going on, but let's make sure it doesn't happen again. Let's not lose the 2020 election twice. I guess that's that's one of them. Become involved in, um, in your polls. Uh, become a poll watcher. Become somebody who serves and make sure you do that because that's the way to beat it. Uh, one of the things I, I can tell you this, um, I mean, uh, Donald Trump was my, I, I knew it, but I was on the Trump train way before a lot of people were. And I was on the Trump train because he was a businessman. That was my reason. It wasn't anything else. It wasn't because he was a New Yorker. Wasn't anything to do with that a millionaire, whatever. I was on the Trump train because he was a businessman and we need a businessman, somebody to run our country properly. And I think he did a great job and his policies were great. Uh, I wish he would have stopped his tweeting because, you know, orange man, bad. he tweets, oh, poor me. You know, he's saying terrible things about somebody. Give me a break. But there's a lot of people out there who don't like that kind of thing. And they thought he was a bully, but he was. He was a New York bully. I mean, that's who he is. It's who he is. And so you have to accept him for who he is and move on. I had that. I also don't have a thin skin. I have a pretty thick skin. I can take a lot. And I've been involved in politics for a long time. And I've seen a lot. I've witnessed a lot. One thing that I have 
witnessed in within our own party are things like, you know, the infighting. And it's like, we should all be on the same team. We're fighting for the same thing. We are fighting to beat Tony Evers and to beat Joe Biden. That's who we're fighting for. We're not fighting for anybody else. We, we got to fight against that. And if you're in a, in a place that happens to be a blue district, then fight hard to become a red district. Do your best. I mean, I've witnessed it. I've seen it happen. So it can happen. And so to me, serving as a, a party chair is not an easy job. And I know that. But I do think that I'm going to give you commend you for tonight. You did a great job. And the one thing about it, too, truthfully, is the fact that it was good food, because really people will not come back if it's not. They will tell you. Yeah, it can. It can blow the whole thing up. So the food was fantastic, which I did have him sit down and talk to me a little bit. So he could pump this. Yeah, because I think it's really important to do that, to let, you know. Yeah, he did. Drew sat with me and talked to me and told, you know, and, and he also said, you know, hey, we're open for weddings. and things. So at least it gives him a little plug, too, because it's really important to do that. And I think also um, one of the things I, I want to say to you is um, I witnessed a school board meeting. I think your wife spoke at. And I want to tell you that I was very impressed by her. Now, I live down in Wisconsin Rapids, and somebody from up here contacted me and said, you need to see this because I knew what was going on. And I watched that, and I was like, wow, I really was very impressed by her. I didn't know her. I don't know her. You know, I met her tonight for just a couple minutes. I didn't get a chance to really talk to her because it's busy. But um, I was very impressed. And so I knew you had to be an okay guy. And, you know, it's really important for me because Surrey County really does have a special place in my heart. It always has and it always will. I've worked with Jim for many years. I, I've worked up here. And it's a tough crowd sometimes. And um, I do appreciate the fact that you're serving. because It's not easy and I know that. And it's kind of like one of those jobs where, you know, like tonight, like you were, you were on, you know. You're on. And people see that. And so then they go, wow, this is what the party is like here. Yeah. You know, you're dynamic. You did a good job. You had a great place to have it at. And you had good food. I mean, there was like, what? There was probably 90 people here. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great. And there were people coming up to us, sitting at this table, checking them in. And people that were coming up, you know, they checked in. They weren't people that signed up. And they were like, hey, you know, we're interested. Can we get some literature? Can we? And we're like, well, let's find out because we don't have any room. So, yeah. And and I wrote down a couple names because I want to make sure that they're, you know, paid attention to because you could get hold of those people and they could become part of the party. And that's really important, too. So I just want to say from me being somebody who's been in the shoes, uh, you did a great job and it's not easy. And you uh, I know you're fighting for the right reasons. And I think that's really important. And I also think that um, in this area, it's good to have somebody really fighting. And, I, and I'm also pleased that you moved here because you chose to move here. And, and honestly, this isn't an easy place to live. It's in the middle of winter. It's cold. Um, David, yeah, Dr. David, he running for lieutenant governor. He sat and talked to me for a minute. He said, dang, it's cold up here. <laughs> and he was driving all the way back home tonight, Milwaukee. You know, and I'm like, holy cow. So thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for doing it. Thank you so much for putting your blood, sweat, and tears into it. And please, you know, um, just say a few things about what you think about how we can move forward as a party here in Sawyer County and what you really want to do. Because I know it is a difficult position to be in sometimes, but we all are working for the same thing. We all are. We may not agree on everything. It's the same thing as everyone. You may not agree on everything, but we're all fighting for the same reason. And I think some of your reasons that you mentioned already were really good. And I think that's a great thing to end on. Yes.
um, get, get get involved. Get involved with with your local county party, uh, wherever that may be. And what I find, and you know, I don't know if you found this, was interesting to me. I've received questions like, "Well, my point is, it, it's a grassroots effort." So I, I take high offense when I get called the rhino word, right? Because it's usually um, it's. Re I have to kind of calm down because. Sometimes it's just a giant misunderstanding. But I've had comments of how, how much does this job pay you? Well, no, <laughs> it's a volunteer position. How much, where's your office at? No, we don't have an office because we don't have the money in our county party. I'm not saying, you know, we, we always have one around election time. Yeah. Um, how much money do you get from the RNC? A complete, it, the light bulb went on in my head, a complete disconnect. So when you're, I don't like Mitt Romney either, okay? But when you're upset at Mitt Romney, he's federal. he's federal, your county party are your neighbors. These are grassroots people, volunteers that are doing their best to try to win elections. So I would say, I would say get involved. And you, you said it already. How do we win elections? We need more people to get involved. There's, some, there's a lot of things we could be doing as a county party. We have to prioritize, and so we can't to get involved. Little things, stuffing envelopes, anything. Correct. It could be you know getting literature out to doors. And it's not sexy stuff, no, it's right? Not and it's not, it's not. Um, I can tell when people come, like I've never been. You know, what what can I? Do? And they don't. Ah, that doesn't sound like it's that exciting. It is. It's, it is kind of mundane, but it does add up, and and we need more people so it doesn't fall upon half a dozen people in the party to do everything because when it does a lot of things fall through you know I, i've gotten requests texts and emails from people that aren't even in the party demanding me to write a resolution on something i said well no you need to be part of the first of all you need to be part of the party why don't you join oh you guys don't do anything you know so i guess i went on a positive note get involved i mean we it's no longer i'll say this it's no longer sufficient to just vote republican and sit on a sideline. It's just not. We have to get involved. Get come to the meetings. Understand what's going on, and be on the bench. Things come up when we need to do things. And um, if every county did that, you know, I think we're one step closer to making this, to making this uh, the great state that we're so close to being. I'm going to end on a positive note with John and say thank you so much for everything that you've done. And tonight's been a wonderful night. I was able to interview some really good candidates, and it was great. All of them were eager to do it, and I'm so excited about that. And I'm also excited about the fact, I mean, I you know, I don't live up here. I can't vote up here anymore. I vote down in uh, the Rapids area. And, and so, I mean, I got to see my state senator up here. Um, you know, talking for, he's running for lieutenant governor. I hate to lose him as my state I senator. <laughs> I really do. I told him that. I'm like, you know, I can't be super supportive, <laughs> but I am very supportive. He's a, a really good guy and there's a lot of good people running. And I thought it was wonderful to see that tonight. You brought a lot of really good people up here. And that's amazing because this is a tough crowd up here. It's a long way away from people. And that's one of the things I think is wonderful. And you did a really good job. You did a great job of MC and interviewing, I mean, of, of talking before and, and introducing people. And that's tough, too. It's not easy. So it really, you really did a good job. And I say I commend you for that. And thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. And I will make sure that you get the link to the podcast. And I want to say thank you very much, people. Please listen and peace on.